This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. It's time for our Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt Rogers, how are you, sir? How was your weekend? My weekend was just outstanding. Uh, our church had a golf outing on uh, Sunday at Arrowhead, so that's always fun course to play. Nice, nice, nice. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, a little good moisture that we've had rolling through here, which also helps things out as well. What's the mortgage market doing? Actually, it's... it's it's going up and down. It's, it, we're at one of them phases that, you know, a couple of years, uh, about six months ago, it would be at two and a half, two seven five three, back to two seven five, back to two. It's doing that now, and it's staying, you know, it's staying around the mid fours to the upper five, to the low fives, which it keeps bouncing around. Which, you know, again, it, it, I know you don't have a crystal ball. What do you see happening in the future there? I see uh, nothing happening for the rest of this year. I think we're going to pretty much stay that way, especially because it's an election year. They're going to do everything in the world they can to keep it there. I said I, you might see rates hit 6% second quarter of next year. Um, but, again, you and I both know, John, that's not that abnormal. That's really the normal rate, 5 to 6. Okay. And, and that's, you know, something else I learned over the weekend, too, that uh, I, I wasn't sure of. And I was going to ask you, Miles, last year since you're with me right now, on air. There's a lot of folks out there also thinking about doing, you know, a, a new home, construction loans, things along those lines. And I've heard that construction loans are actually a little cheaper than a regular loan. Is that true or not? That is true. Uh, if, you, if you're going to buy some land and build, that's one way. Uh, you can actually save yourself some money and can control things. Um, and hmm. I'm, I, I actually got two of those phone calls today. So, yeah, a lot of people... So that was a correct that statement option. I heard. Yes, yes, it is. I did not know that. Now, question on that. That's a whole. That's that's a. You know what? When you're on Thursday, we need to talk more about that on Thursday. Because that's a whole. That you know, that's an hour discussion all by itself. It truthfully is with construction of perms and how, why you buy the land here and how okay. you do it all, how you put it together. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you know what? Write that on your on your list. Let's just talk about it Thursday when you're with me. Uh, in the meantime, what's up tomorrow on Haystack Help Radio? Well, I'm going to be talking uh, kind of like what we're doing now. Rates up, rates down. Wh- where are the deals at? What are you looking for? What homes are selling quick? Which ones aren't? I'm going to kind of go over what we're starting to see. And there's a shift, and the shift is not drastic, but it's you can see it's setting itself to where now still a good time to go out looking at homes or, or refinance it. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. Kurt, as always, I appreciate it, sir. Have a great night. Take care. All right. And we'll see Kurt again on Thursday. In the meantime, if you need him, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. As I said earlier, too, folks, if you've been in any of this deeper water, you've been driving through it and you just didn't have any choice, get that vehicle in, get it inspected, make sure that everything is okay and there's nothing there that needs taken care of. Geno's Auto Service can do that for you along with their AC special they've got right now. And don't forget, they also have loaner cars, 303-794-6700 or find them at genosautoservice.com and Geno's is with a J. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's air conditioning recharge special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Folks, make sure you're insured properly. Group insurance analysts can do that for you. Health, auto, home, business, you name it, they can handle it all. 303-423-0162. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premiums. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Craig, what's going on, sir? Hey, John. Just flipping some burgers here for dinner. Oh, nice. Um, so you flew down to Sky Harbor. 
did you happen to think of that conversation we had on my observation? Yeah, I didn't see a whole Sky lot of difference, to be honest with you. I watched pretty closely going through DIA and then looked at Sky Harbor. I mean, I think it, some of that might be the the terminal, the gate, different things. I mean, there's no doubt there are areas of DIA that is looking a little haggard. But in their defense, they're working on a lot of that, doing a lot of changes. They're adding another, you know, they're going to add a whole other terminal uh, you know, that was just announced, or, or shouldn't say terminal, another, another like 40 gates or something. So reality is a lot of construction. I think that's the worst part of DIA right now is just trying to weave your way through all of that. And it just makes everything look sort of, you know, probably even more tattered than it really is. Although I will tell you, Craig, there's very few airports out there without construction. I think Sky Harbor is one of the few, and it was for a long time. Well, I sure like just as you pull away from that gate, you don't taxi very far and you're off. I mean, there's none of this rolling what seems like an endless, you know, trip. Well, we, we have a very, very, well, we have landmass-wise the largest airport in the world. Yeah, we're going to do more taxiing here than you are in other parts of the, of, the, of the country, well, other parts of the world for that matter. So, yes, that is true. On your topic of the hiring of 87,000 yes. IRS agents, now, depending on what statistics you want to, you know, believe, um, it, it varies percentage-wise, but, you know, there are reports that 50% of, you know, up to 100 million Americans pay absolutely zero income tax. Now, do you think that they're hiring these agents to find how these 100 million Americans do not pay any taxes or the 50% of us that are paying taxes find a way to get more out of us? Yes, on the second one, other than the percentages are probably a little off because it'll be the 50% minus those, what I would consider to be upper income that, you know, a lot of those folks are getting audited on a routine basis anyway. So it won't, it won't change much for those particular individuals. But yeah, that middle America, uh, you know, worker, the you know, guy that you, you and I irking it out, trying to, you know, trying to, trying to pay your way, pay your taxes and so on. Are, are they going to come after and try to squeeze more out of that segment? Yes, I believe they are. You know, this, Again, I know no, one, one thing I will of... say, Craig, that I do think, and, and this is just me talking, I have no proof of this. I just know enough about how the system works and where I know they know they have issues. You know, the IRS is one of those agencies where if they could do it with all cash tomorrow, they would because they know they can't track cash. So do I feel like they're going to go after some of those, you know, mom and pop businesses and even some some of the you know, lower income America where they may be driving and or living places maybe they shouldn't and they might do more digging to find out where's the money or the cash coming from, you're darn right they're going to look for that. You betcha they will. Well, you know, I... You know, i.e. the drug dealer that claims to not make any money at all but is making a boatload, are they going to come after some of those types of guys? Sure they will, Craig. Sure. Well, sure, I have no problem with that. And they, and by the way, they always are. Will they put all of this force on those on those particular you know individuals? No, no, they're still going to do the lion's share. Let's let's take it. You know, let's face it, Craig. They're going to go after the easy fruit first. Oh, sure. You know that I mean, as well it, as I. Well, you mentioned how antiquated their their whole computer system is, and their it's it's all manual entries as far as you know uh, reviewing our taxes. Um, it kind of surprises me when you have that big uh, security facility. It's a, uh, isn't it an NSA facility that was built out in Utah, mm-hmm. kind of under the guidance of, of you know, Patriot uh, Act, domestic, yeah, you know, the Patriot Act. Yeah, that they put in those supercomputers and they're monitoring everything we say, everything we do. 
you know, anything. And the that IRS might has a computer plus. system since 1963. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah, and, and they're both, you know, probably within how many miles of each other? You know, one being in Provo, Utah, and the other uh, somewhere in the Salt Lake City area as well. Right. That you would have spend so much money on on one thing. <laughs> I know. And let the other. It, it doesn't. Well, make any that sense. you know, Craig. That's that's government. I mean, again, the, the, these guys. That's where whenever government, Congress, Senate. Senators, congressmen, whatever, come up with these master plans of, oh, we're going to have a tax or a, a inflation reduction act to go through that's only going to cost you taxpayers $750 billion, but, but here's what we think, keyword, here's what we think we may gain out of that. So at the end of the day, it's only going to cost you taxpayers $300 billion. I, I call all that hogwash, Craig. It's not going to happen. You and, I, you and I both know that. It's hogwash. Yeah. And, I, and I, if they were all in, you know, if any of those key leaders were sitting in this office, Schumer, Pelosi, anyone else were in this, you know, studio right now, I'd look them straight now and say, Hogwash, you guys are, you're drunk. You're, you're smoking crack. It's, it's not going to happen the way you guys think it is. Not, not a snowball's chance. And here's the thing, Craig. I truly believe they know it's not going to. They don't care. They just put the talking points out there so that, you know, the, the libs, the, the voxes of the world can pick up, you know, can pick that up and run with it. That's all they care about. The reality is they know deep down inside it's going to be $750 billion what it's going to cost us. They don't care. Well, they, they, they always put some pork in there. there there's some, some little pet project they've put in there to, to uh, better them financially, you know, whatever politician sure. they may be or, or their constituents, something that they're going to, you know. And in bottom line, like I've always said, you know, they, they those individuals, very, very few of them, by the way, I believe this wholeheartedly, very, very few politicians care about the country. They care about themselves. They care about their family, maybe. They care about lining their own pockets. But at the end of the day, do they care about folks like you and me? Absolutely, positively not. They'll get up on stage and talk about how they do. The bottom line is they don't. Uh, and, and frankly, this is partly why I feel like they hated Donald Trump. For as many people out there that hate that guy and don't like his mean tweets and don't like this and don't like that, I do feel, only because I've known enough people that have known him directly, does Donald Trump care about middle America? Yes, he does, absolutely. Way more than the Democrats do, and that's what they hate. Well, and I agree with you. Once these laws have been – has Biden signed that bill yet? I know that – I think Kamala it was – you know, I didn't look. It, was, it went through, I think, Friday – uh, I don't know for positive if he's actually signed it. I, if he hasn't, I would be surprised. Well, assuming we we flip the House and the Senate majority over to the Republicans, there, there's no way they're going to repeal it. That money will have already been allocated, will have been spoken for. And like you said, the best we can hope for at that point is to put a stop to some of this. You know, they've tried and they've succeeded in ramming as much as they could in these first two years of his administration because they knew after that they were going to be dead in the water mm-hmm. with their policies. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what we're seeing right now. And, and I, believe I, it has, I, I believe it has been signed into law, because so, NPR came out and said President Biden is on a winning streak while former President Trump's legal problems mount. Of course, that's NPR, so take that with a grain of salt. And hopefully by this time tomorrow night, we'll know that Liz Cheney is done. Oh, man. that's what I, I, Yeah, I'm hoping that this is the eve of her firing. Let's say it that way. Yes. And and kind of a, to piggyback your story about the Dodge Challenger, your, your test yeah. driver, that, I, you know, I, I loved how Chevy came out with the Camaro, Dodge came out with the Challenger, and, and then, you know, Ford took the Mustang, and, you know, they always had the Shelby package. But 
I just wish when they brought those out, if they could have just lost a little bit of the bulk and a little bit of the weight, they probably would have been better handling cars. Oh, I yeah, I won't, won't disagree with that. And, and again, as you get those cars out on the track, believe it or not, the Mustang, this is a few years ago, so they may have changed this since then, but not too long ago, the Mustang out of the three was the best handling of the three. The Camaro handled really well, don't get me wrong. The Challenger was the worst of the three as far as a road course goes. Now, straight line, you know, it depends on which one's got the most horsepower and putting it to the ground and so on, and you almost have to give Dodge the, the heads up there. Now, the new Shelby, you know, Mustang, I know does very, very well, but that's a car very, very few people can own just because it's so limited. It's like a Dodge Demon almost. You just can't hardly, you know, buy one, so those really aren't a fair comparison. All in all, when it comes to just flat horsepower to the ground, I mean, it'll buy one that, you know, Dodge... With that horsepower comes bulk in the front end, and it, it becomes a, a front end heavy yes. weight bias. A little and that's bit, affect yeah. Your handling. Oh and yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Cars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. But now, does it handle better than the Challenger of old? Oh man, absolutely. There's no comparison to what it's like compared to that. And, you know, and I have to wonder too on some of the weight things you just mentioned a moment ago. You know, these cars today go through way more safety uh, requirements, I guess you could say, safety testing than those cars of old did. And the reality is, you, know, you have to wonder: Do they do some of that to pass some of those stringencies that you know the NTHSA has got on them, and so on? I'm guessing that's probably the case. Yeah, they probably don't need choice. Is my point? Yeah, well, and, that, and, not, and I'm not for, an engineer, so I don't know on that one. Yeah, well, let's hope they're around for a little bit longer. I mean, if we can, uh, I think one more year. I, I was talking to uh, uh, my guy at Dodge uh, last week. And they're potentially, well, they've already announced, you can order some 2023s, uh, you know, certain, certain you know, V8 uh, Dodge-equipped Challengers and so or, you know, V8-equipped Dodge Challengers you can order in 2023. But that's going to be it. Once, once those are done, it's, a, you know, so if you want one, you know, everybody out there listening, I said this a while back, if you want a big V8 vehicle, you're going to have to buy it now. Not going right. to have it down the road. And I do believe the ones that you own, uh, that will be out there in, in the in the public ones that are you know kept up kept nice and all that, Craig. I do think their values are going to increase. So then, will they come out with electric versions of the same? Oh yeah, in fact, there's already monitor. some some concept drawings and different things on the Dodge side, even on the Challenger, where, where they're going to go a complete you know electric vehicle. Um, again, be totally different vehicle. It will not be the same. It will drive differently. It'll be faster. I'll tell everybody that straight up. It will most likely be a faster vehicle than what you have now, but of course, won't have the same capabilities as far as you know, long distance drivings, you know, driving sound, you know, ease of filling up the pump, all that kind of stuff. Which again, that's what the lefties want. The lefties want all that to go away. You and I both know that. And you'll kiss your manual transmissions goodbye as well. With the electric. Yeah, and I, well, yeah, because there's no transmission. Well, I shouldn't say right. there's, I have to be careful how I say that. Some of them have a transmission, almost a constant velocity type transmission that they run through that then drive the drivetrain. Uh, others have a direct motor right at the wheel. It depends on the it depends on the company and how they've done that. That's a conversation probably for a Saturday show. There, there's many versions of that. Well, you said about your rental car being a piece of junk. I had a Chevy Spark, and, and it's a good thing that thing went away, that that CVT transmission in that thing. I mean, I was afraid to pull out in front of anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. It it, yeah. it, it would take forever And again, to as I that. said earlier, too, Craig, the other issue with the rental car world is, I mean, I can't remember the last new rental car I climbed into. They've all got tons and tons of miles because of the new car shortage. They're keeping them longer than they ever have. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I was driving a car that literally, there's no way this thing's going back on a lease. This thing's going to go on an auction block someplace, end up on somebody's used car car lot because the front end had already been toast. I could tell from looking at it that the, the, the hood had already been you know, wrinkled up and fixed, not fixed, and this thing's still in the fleet driving around as a rental car. It is awful. And what agency was that so I can avoid them? Uh, well, they're all. this was budget, but they're all the same. I, mean, I don't care which oh, okay. one you rent from. I haven't had any different experience at any of them. They're all the same. They've all got the same piece of crap cars. Sorry, they just do. And and it's it's terrible what they cost you or charge you to rent one. Yeah, and I, I and mean, I shop that pretty hard. It, you know, it just depends on where, when, how how far out you are, and so on. And there's all sorts of inside deals on that, and you just have to do the best you can to get the best price. But yeah, they're not cheap either. To your point. No. No. Okay, that's all I had, John. No, good stuff, Craig. Appreciate it very much. Always a great call. And, yeah, and I, again, I'm not trying to tell anybody to go out and buy anything, but if you are a, you know, a lover of big V8, you know, that sound, that thrill, that type of a vehicle, the reality is on the car side especially – I mean, they're talking even even some of the supercars. You know, the you know the some would debate whether a C8 Corvette's a supercar or not. But even those types of cars are going to go more the way of EV, more the way of an electric vehicle. So you're going to start seeing a lot of the what we've considered in the past to be muscle cars and supercars to go that way of electric. And if you're you know kind of an old school guy, you know, really similar to me, and you like the sound of that V8 engine and all of what goes with it then you're going to have to probably get after. I mean, I'm not trying to scare anybody and make it sound like this is the early 70s and we had the oil embargo and every muscle car out there went away and we ended up with nothing but you know junk after. That's not the case this time around because electric vehicles are not junk. I know a lot of folks would say they are. They're not. Real quick, before I go to our next, our next guest and take a break, though, I do, I do want to talk about this. And it's a good segue here. I was going to talk about it with Richard and I didn't get a chance to. Fair warning. You're going to see a lot of different electric vehicle companies come around. And I think some are going to come and go. Be careful who you buy an electric vehicle from. Tesla, it's solid. They've made it. I, I didn't think they would. I predicted years ago they'd go broke. They almost did. They got one last, found, one last round of funding that kind of put Elon over the hump, and they've made it. Now, will they continue? I think eventually they get bought out. That's my prediction. Who buys them? I don't know. But they will get bought out by somebody. At what price? I have no idea. Knowing Elon, he'll put some sort of a deal together to where there's some sort of residual income from that point forward. You know, almost like a royalty is, is what he'll end up doing, I'm guessing, and that's how he'll sell the company. Now, that's just my thought. A lot of companies, though, they're even there right now. I'll give you one example, Rivian. So if you don't know who Rivian is, they're a... EV truck maker. So they're an electric vehicle truck maker. Ford owned parts of them. Some of the other companies out there did as well. Car companies did as well. I think Ford was in bed with them, A, to kind of take some of their technology, if you would, and some of that's probably going to end up being on the Ford F-150 Lightning, although there's vast differences between the two trucks. Rivian is a company that hasn't made any money yet. And will they? I don't have an answer to that, folks. Here's where I would struggle with buying a Rivian today. Will they be around in five years to service that vehicle and even give you the parts you need to keep that vehicle on the road? I have no idea. They may not make it another year or two. I have no idea. I read an article on Friday, you know, over the weekend, 
where they're having the same, all these companies are having the same supply chain issues every other manufacturer is having. In fact, the little guys are having a bigger problem than the big guys because they don't have the volume and the power to even order the amount of parts that the other big companies have, so they're at the bottom of the list. Their, Rivian is struggling. They don't have the revenue to sustain what they're doing right now. And if they don't, some of you that, some of you listening may or may not own one, but those of you that own one, what happens when you can't buy parts anymore? Then what? I would not own one of those because of what I just said. And there's some other ones. Lucid's coming out. Lucid's another company. I think they build a very nice car. So it's a high-end luxury electric vehicle. Very, very nice. Nicer than a Tesla, by the way. By the way, Tesla's not a luxury car. I don't care what anybody says. It's not a luxury car. It, it's no nicer inside than my Chevy SS, which is a Chevy. Sorry, it's just not. Go look inside of one. They're no nicer. Most people think they're really a nice luxury car until you go look inside one. And I encourage you, look, as you're passing by one, next time, next time one's in a parking lot, look inside. Take a peek. Nobody's going to accuse you of, you know, don't touch it, but you can peek inside. It's not as nice as you, as you think and as they're being touted. It's, in my opinion, not a luxury car. It's an electric vehicle with, no offense to GM, a Chevy interior. And I realize that most Chevy vehicles have a very nice interior, and they're much, much nicer than they ever have been. But it, this has not got the interior of a Porsche or a high-end Audi or a BMW or anything along those lines. Or Mercedes. It's not even close to being comparable. That BMW electric 5 Series I drove is hands down way better of a car than that Tesla all day long. Way nicer of a car, interior finish-wise and so on. Body fitment, on down the line we go. So, real quick, just a side note. If you're going to buy a car at some point, an electric vehicle, do your homework. Know that vehicle is going to be around for a while. And make sure the company that you're buying it from is also going to be around to service that vehicle on down the road. Because that's going to be a bigger challenge on down the road, I think. And by the way, we'll always be here to guide you through that. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is up next. Don't forget to ask about the quite cool system. It's $300 off, which right now, when the temperature is 60 degrees outside, I just told Charlie it dropped 20 degrees. Guess what? Kick that thing on, which it's already going to be on, and voila, you don't need air conditioning the rest of the night. Or probably into tomorrow, for that matter. That's how the system works. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by absolute electrical heating and air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith wants to help you with your future retirement plans and current, by the way. Make sure that you're fighting off inflation and planning ahead accordingly. 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. 
Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. All right, and don't forget sump pump, not only maintenance, but High Five can do swamp coolers as well. I didn't get a chance to get to that with Levi, but they can take care of your swamp cooler as well. Anything else you need to as far as plumbing goes, they've got you covered. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action, showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and we will be, uh, or we are back. We're going to be talking to Stephen Williford here in just a moment. And for those of you that may not remember, because we've talked to Stephen before, but uh, he is not only a spokesman for Gun Owners of America, but he stopped the Sutherland Springs, Texas mass shooter uh, back in Texas. He was the neighbor that ran over. He was the good guy with a gun, has experience, of course, in this particular area. And we're not only going to talk to him about, you know, we've talked to him before in his experience and he shared his story with us, you know, more than once now. We've had him on numerous times in the past, but other things that are going on in that world will get his, his, you know, just his thoughts and his insight. And anytime I just personally talk to somebody like that, I'm, I'm very uh, enamored because I can't imagine what it would be like to be in that situation and do the things that they do. Um, it's just, to me, it's just amazing. But Stephen joining us now again, he's been on this before. Stephen, welcome back. How are you, sir? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I was telling all the folks kind of your, you know, background and history. I know we've had you on many times in the past, but, you know, Gun Owners of America, and we saw a liquor store owner here recently, uh, and most everybody, if you haven't seen it, all of you listening, if you haven't seen the video, it's not hard to find. Uh, the, these thugs, that's what I'm going to call them, Stephen, they come into this liquor store. They're getting ready to, to re- basically rob 80-year-old Craig Cope, but he is armed. He basically gets a shotgun out, one blast, and the one thief comes running out of the store. He shot my arm off. He shot my arm off. They finally get in the car and they leave. I mean, to me, this guy's heroic because had he not, he might be the one that was shot. Absolutely. So, you know, 
that's why we have the right to bear arms. That's why why we have the rights that we do. Criminals are going to have the guns. Right. They really don't. They don't care about your laws. You know, uh, I told someone not long ago because I had watched the video of the Buffalo shooting. Okay. The shooter pulled up into the parking lot and he parked in the no parking zone. Right in front of the door. <laughs> you think he was worried yeah. about getting a ticket? No, no. He wasn't, he wasn't worried about getting a ticket. He wasn't worried about the fact that he had a high-capacity magazine where it was banned. He wasn't worried about the fact he had an AR-15 where it was banned. Right. He wasn't worried about any of that. He wasn't worried about the laws of murdering someone. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the law-abiding yeah. citizens are the only ones that these laws really affect, Stephen. At the end of the day, as you, to, your, to your point, well said. You know, criminals are that word for a reason. They're criminals. They don't care about the law. They wouldn't have broken it in the first place. Absolutely. So, so they go places where they think that, that law-abiding citizens are not going to be able to fight back. They go to gun-free zones. They went into this bar with this, 80-year-old man thinking he's an 80-year-old man. Right. I can take advantage. Right, right. Uh, remember, remember the old saying, and, and it's an old saying, said uh, God made the big man, God made the little man. Samuel Colt made them all equal. <laughs> I don't care how... Great point. I don't care how small you are. Yeah, good point. If you can handle a firearm, it's a great equalizer we, we've seen children Stephen. i mean that sincerely you know children 10 11 12 years of age take matters into their own hands and defend off would-be assailants uh, doing exactly what you're talking about so yeah it can take even a child and turn them into a man or, or, or how about that young lady in west virginia that just fairly recently when a guy started shooting into a crowd yeah. of um graduation party she pulled her pistol out and yep. shot and killed yep. him took took care of before business didn't killed, she yeah before yeah. he killed anyone good one you know good example could she have could she have taken him on by herself no no she would have been a victim no that's right but she had her firearm on her she was able to deploy the gun was good enough she took him out and stopped him from murdering anyone yeah yeah, no. And, and again, and I and I, I said this as you were getting ready to come on. I was saying this, and and I'll say it to you again, just because you're with me. I mean, I have a lot of admiration for individuals like you that do the things you do. Not saying I wouldn't if the same situation came up. I believe that I would, but uh, thankfully, Stephen, I've never had to do that. I've never taken someone else's life, uh, having to do you know things along these lines. Would I absolutely? If it meant protecting my family or other individuals that were in harm's way, would I do that? I absolutely would. But, but again, I have a lot of ad for admiration for people that do do that because it's not something to be taken lightly, is it? It is not. It, it's not. And, and frankly, it, it changed my life. Hmm. You can't go through something like this without it changing your life. Right. But it's going to change your life one way or the other. Very true. The, only, the difference is, so that man changed my life that day, and my life is the way it is now, and I speak. For, for the GOA, you know, I go out there, I'm a national spokesperson, they send me all over, uh, but I chose how he changed my life instead of having him choose how he changed my life. Because if I had done nothing, 
no one would have blamed me for not running across the street and leaving my house and my family and running across the street and engaging him. No one would have blamed me. In fact, nobody would have even known who I was. No, and you know, and a great, a great point, or, you know, a case in point, what happened in Texas at the school recently, had one of those neighbors did what you did, we'd have a different outcome. Nobody's blaming any of them for not doing that, but had they, there would have been a much different outcome there. But, but when I shave my face in the morning, I can be okay with looking at the man in the mirror. Hmm. I do want to, since you brought it up, I do want to tell you that you do know that the there was a funeral home employee. His name is Cody Bassino. Cody was working at the funeral home across from the church. I mean, from the school, rather. Across from the school. He heard the crash, and he responded first to go help who crashed. And then the shooter came out of the truck with an AR-15 and shot at Cody. Oh. Cody ran back to his car and his wife retrieved his firearm, gave it to Cody, and Cody was running across the street to engage a shooter, just like I did. Cody was getting in the fight. Okay. And the shooter was shooting into the school at that moment. And Cody was turned away by police officers. Uh, I did not know that. I heard, I, mean, I heard bits and pieces of that, but not the whole story like you just said, Stephen. Well, I, I had the honor of speaking with Mr. Bassino. Wow. And... And he would have given his life wow. to take on that shooter. But the police told him, turn around, we've got it. We've got this. And we find out later that even though the shooter was outside at that point and they had their guns trained on him, they were waiting for permission. Permission from who? You got me. They were waiting. I mean, for I mean I'm, that's an honest question, Stephen. I mean, it's like, okay, wait a minute. You're, you're at a school. There's a shooter that's already taken a few pot shots at a citizen that was engaging him already. You know his intention is to go inside the school and do more harm. Who, who do you need permission from? He's shooting through the windows. That's permission for me. Yeah, I was just going to say, Stephen, I, I, I'm sorry. I, after everything you just said, I, wh- who are we waiting permission from? I'm, I'm confused. Well, they they were asking their chief if they could shoot him. If he shoots, well, I'm, I'm not in school. the I'm not in law enforcement, Stephen. Never have been. I've known a lot of law enforcement individuals that have you know that, that have served and so on. I, I guess I wouldn't make a very good law enforcement person because I would not have asked. No, see, that's exactly the law enforcement that you that we need. Don't ask for permission. Permission is when you're shooting through windows of a school or business house or whatever. You're shooting through houses. Your intent isn't good. That's enough permission to engage. Right. But the but but the police wasted time with with Cody and told Cody to go back. They should just let Cody have him. Right. Cody Cody could have stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. And I I spoke with Cody and I interesting. I did not man. know that. That's great information. I I appreciate you. You're sharing that. I, I really do, because uh, that's that's. And again, I, I Stephen, I'm not a conspiracy guy at all. I don't get on don't get on those bandwagons. But I will tell you, there's so many red flags about that whole school shooting thing that happened in Texas that you just have to start wondering as you start peeling things back and all the mistakes that were made. What really underlying was going on there? And I, I don't have the answer I, to that. I don't. I don't know. I, 
I don't either, and I always, I always give law enforcement the benefit of the doubt, and I always tell people support the men and women in blue because they're running to the battle, mm-hmm. and they're running to the battle to put their lives on the line for someone that they may not even know who they are. Agree. But in, but in this case, in this case, this shows you exactly. You know, police are second responders. Right. You're a first responder. Right. You're in charge of your own destiny when this yeah. happens. No, that's a good point. You need to carry. You need to be ready. You need to respond. You're mm-hmm. your own first responder, and police are second responders. Now's a good time to talk about gun owners of America. Please go and sign up at gunowners.org. Uh, we're in the fight to win it for your gun rights, for your ability to carry. Talk, talk uh, real quick, too, Stephen, to dovetail into that. Talk about the new initiative in North Carolina that would put an AR-15 at schools. And to me, that would be a, a great first step. It's not the only step, but a great first step in keeping kids safe. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll talk directly about that because we have a, a Christian private school in Corpus Christi, Texas, okay. not too far from where I'm at. And this Christian private school for years has been employing, and they brag about, they hire only combat veterans. Okay. And they put an AR-15 in their hands and class four body armor. They walk in, up and down the hallways to this private school with an AR-15 hanging on their chest and class four body armor. And they are com- the school makes it, you know, known. We don't want just a veteran. He has to have been a combat, Mm. he or she has to be a combat veteran that has been shot at before and didn't run. Now, if you're a mass shooter planning on something like that, is that where you want to go? No, you're not going there, Steve. Again, and I've said this before, I'll keep saying it. Despite what some might think, these are cowards, Steve, and you know this as well as I. These are not guys that want to be engaged with anyone. Uh, if anything, they might be wanting to be taken out at the end, you know, kind of that, that death by suicide thing. But before that, they're going to inflict as much damage as they can. They don't want to engage anybody. These are cowards. Absolutely. So they're not going to go to that, that Christian school. Man, I would, I would send my kids to that school. Yeah, me too. And be really comfortable with it. Yeah, you'd sleep pretty well at night, wouldn't you? I would. I would know Junior when I when I kiss my little princess on the head or, or you know, kiss Junior on the head and send him for that big red school bus, a big yellow school bus, I would know that there's somebody in that school that will do everything in their ability to protect my kid. Yeah, I agree. So after Parkland happened the judge said the police, because the, the families were trying to sue the school, uh, the uh, the school guard, the resource officer, they were trying to sue the, the school and they were trying to sue the city. And a judge said police do not have the obligation to protect you hmm. and, unless you are in their custody. Well, when I put my kid on a school bus and send them to school, they're in your custody. Yeah, good point. You know, 
they may not be under arrest, but they're in your custody. Yeah, good point. And, and I'm going to tell all these schools, and I'll tell everybody out there, all your listeners, I'm not sending my kid to your school unless you would use every ounce of energy yep. that I would to, to protect my kid, my little princess or my little junior or whatever. You know, agree. my grandson, my agree. granddaughter, you better protect their lives yep. because they are in your custody. Agree. They are no longer in my custody when I'm at work and they're at your school. Amen. Stephen Williford again, and folks, you can actually, you've got your own website too, Stephen. Why don't you let folks know what that one is? Go ahead and share that with us. You can go to thebarefootdefender.com. Okay. And also, as we said earlier too, gun owners. Dot org, gunowners.org. That's the Gun Owners of America. I'm a member. You guys should be as well. Stephen, again, thanks for your time. Great insight on what happened in Texas as well. And it's always a joy talking to you. Wealth of knowledge, sir. I appreciate it very much. God bless. You bet. Take, take care. care. Have a great night, Stephen. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next, folks. And they want to take care of you, your vehicles. I said earlier, if you've been in any of this deeper water with your vehicle, get it in, get it inspected, and then get ready. You know, schools, for a lot of folks, are starting this week. Some of you will be making those trips, and your life is going back to the way it was last spring when school let out. So get your vehicle ready, and you may have one still last trip planned over Labor Day weekend. Make sure you're ready for that as well. KLZradio.com, 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. Kevin Flesh, fleshlawfirm.com, F-L-E-S-C-H, or you can call Kevin directly, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now, 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Okay, in our home transitions, and as you heard Kurt talk about at the top of the hour, there's still some deals out there, folks, some opportunities. Uh, the, uh, the ladies, uh, Catherine and Robin, they can help you with all of that. KNRHomeTransitions.com, two for the price of one, 720-437-8210. Renting is not an investment. Catherine and Robin, co-founders of K&R Home Transitions, 
want you to focus on building your wealth through a home purchase. By continuing to rent from others, you're robbing yourself of an investment that gives you potential to grow your wealth. Equity is capital in your home, and you can build that equity up over time. You want to increase your financial worth, so why not also do that with your home too? With help from K&R Home Transitions, you can learn how to climb the property ladder to turn a profit. Once you're invested, you can use your equity to keep moving upward with help from Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions. Get ideas that build the financial momentum of your home investment with experts like Catherine and Robin. So, kick off your journey and start building your wealth wisely with K&R Home Transitions. Visit klzradio.com home to invest in your home. All right, folks, if you've got some drafty windows or even some with this rain that are leaking, get that handled. Veteran windows and doors can take care of you or new doors. Make things more efficient. Save money in the end. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about veteran windows and doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at klzradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303 The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, I'm going to continue on with a conversation Charlie and I had during the break, which you guys weren't able to hear, but Richard sent me an article a moment ago. Uh, Apple... They have a big, huge campus out in California, Cupertino. It's huge. Looks like a big spaceship. And it's, you know, it's all, you know, environmentally friendly and blah, 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 blah. And it's brand spanking new. The thing costs a fortune. And it really is cool. But there's hardly been anybody in it since COVID because everybody's been working from home. Well, not any longer. Starting the week of September 5th, so they're going to wait till Labor Day's over. If you're an Apple employee, corporate Apple employee, you will have to at least be in the office three days a week. Charlie said, yeah, that ain't going to work because these people are spoiled rotten by not being in the building. He's right, by the way. Charlie is correct. And they are spoiled rotten. But I can see a lot of companies, Andy and I, we'll talk about this maybe a little bit more tomorrow when we're together, but we predicted this a long time ago. Eventually, it would get to the point where these companies would start figuring out that their collaborative efforts— 
when you have to have people talking to one another and doing different things and working on projects and so on, we, even though we're technologically advanced as we are, Zoom and all these camera video app things that we use, it's not the same. It's not. In fact, I'll just I'll go on record as saying I hate those things. I do every single thing I possibly can to avoid video apps. Why? Because they suck. Any of you that have used them know what I mean by that. They're glitchy. Somebody's sound isn't working. Somebody's not paying attention. I mean, they, they, they're awful. And if, you, if you're somebody that thinks they're great, more power to you. I don't. I think they're awful. I don't use them in my coaching. I can get more done on a phone call. If, you know, especially when the clarity is good, than I can do in one of those Zoom deals. To me, the Zoom deal is a big, bigger time waster than a phone call is. But I'm not a big conference call either. Th- those, those are awful too. They suck. And what's happening is more and more companies are figuring out what I just said is true, because it is. They want to bring their people in for face-to-face things. Why? Because we're humans, folks. One thing that's never, ever, ever going to change, we're humans. God created us with the ability, with the need and yearning to be with each other. We're social, you know, we're not animals, we're social, social creatures, is what I should say. We're not part of the animal kingdom, we are above it. But we're social, we need each other. Studies have been shown that we need each other. It's how we're made. We're more effective when we're with each other. And yes, there can be a lot of time wasted in an office. I understand that. And some people can be more productive out of the office. I also understand that, but that's not the majority. Most people need that socialization to be more productive, to collaborate and get more done at the end of the day. And it's not just Apple that's figuring this out. Most companies are. And I interviewed people throughout COVID. Andy and I did argued with some of these quote unquote experts on this and said, no, this will end. It's not going to be this way forever. Guess who's turning out to be right? Andy and I. Which, by the way, we'll be back tomorrow. Andy and I both will be. If you missed the first hour, catch it next. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe out there tonight, folks, with all the rain coming in and and the storm. So just be safe. Again, don't drive through any water you don't know the depth of. We'll be back tomorrow, though. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.